Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 8020 series. New episodes released every Monday at 8:20 a.m. I'm your host, Jeremy, and I'm Daniel. And on this podcast, we like to break down what we call the 20 factor, the motivation that drives a person to do what they love to do. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the best podcast in the world. This podcast, today's episode is very, very special because for the first time ever, Daniel, what do we have? We have video. We have video. Yo! What's up, guys? You can see us. This is crazy. So for today's episode, since it's just me and Daniel, we figured a while back, we actually, actually not us, Spotify released the ability to do questions. So if you're a listener on Spotify right now, we're going to leave a question in the episode and you can actually ask us away or participate in the polls and we'll see it. So today's podcast is actually going to be brought to you by Sam, it's Sam. She just put like ten A's there. Oh, is that like a username or something? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's like a Sam. Okay, see, I wasn't, I wasn't exaggerating that. But Sam asked a really awesome question. I figured we should just address this, and okay. I want to dedicate the whole episode to it. Okay, cool. So Sam said, "I'd love to hear about how you're able to manage your side projects and the randomness that comes with romantic relationships." So let's go with side projects first. Okay. Like outside of Winners Collective, for the record right now, this podcast has made actually exactly $4.99 because we have one donor. Thank you so much, dude. We like that helps a ton. Yeah, no, we appreciate it. I mean, $4.99, it's actually, we're super grateful for it because yeah, this is something that we just do on our, like on our own time. We drive all the time to, to visit the guests, oh my God, yeah. gas money and all that stuff. So every little bit helps. Yeah, without a doubt. Like the, the most important thing about that number actually is the fact that someone was willing to actually put money towards our project. And I feel like as a as a creator, as a business owner, as anyone trying to do anything self-made, like producing something out of thin air, when you have a monetizational value to it, it's just like, it's so motivated. There's yeah. no other like, form of reinforcement than that and it's just like holy cow someone went out of the way yeah. to do this for us no it's 100 bro i don't know what it is but you remember when we got that first notice bro? i texted you at like seven in the morning and i was like bro dude we got our first donation and it was just super awesome because like you said i don't know what it is i can't explain it but it's like when somebody loves your craft or what you're doing so much that they're willing to give or pay their hard-earned money it's dude, just it's amazing right it's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like when a when a clothing company sells their first T-shirt, when a when a baker sells their first cookie, when yeah. an artist sells their first painting. Like, yeah, that's what that feels like. And it's like, damn, someone did that. So thank you, thank you. But yeah, back to the topic: side projects. So right now, in all honesty, it's like Winners Collective, the brand and the podcast itself. There's not a lot of money behind it. We're all fronting it. What are you doing for your side projects? Yeah, dude, that's a good question. So, I mean, I was doing a couple different things before, but like you said, I'm in this weird area right now where I'm trying to, um, you know, really hone in on a few things and that's Winners Collective right. and um, content and, and like content creation and creating a personal brand. And I mean, Jeremy, yeah. you, you know this because I've talked to you before, but I did have like other side projects, other businesses that I was doing yeah. during COVID. But uh, ultimately this year, with Winners Collective, I really wanted to prioritize it. And so I've actually taken a step back from the other businesses and am no longer a part of them so that gotcha. I could fully dedicate my time to Winners Collective, which is something that I, I really want to do, yeah. you know, because Winners Collective is, 
I'm probably the most passionate about it out of everything. Yeah. Like hands down. I feel you on that. Yeah. And like, um, obviously with Winners Collective, a lot of great people have been challenging me like you to, to do like my own personal branding, do more content creation. And so I'm really just trying to focus on that avenue. Mm-hmm. And the podcast has been fucking amazing. It's been a lot of uh, time, but I mean, I fucking love it myself. I'm, I'm sure you could speak to it too. But um, yeah. that's pretty much what I'm doing mainly. Just those. Gotcha. So like if you're open with it and you're okay with it, full transparency, like what other sources of income do you have like right now? Yeah. So I do personal training. So gotcha. I have a, a couple clients for that. And then I still have uh, like two e-commerce businesses on the side. Yeah. And uh, that kind of runs on its own. Uh, I mean, obviously I have to work for it a couple hours a day, but it's definitely right. not as much as before because we scaled it like a couple months back and then mm-hmm. now it's kind of slowed down a lot. And then so now I'm really trying to focus on things that I want to do, which is like personal training, fitness, content yeah. creation. And so it's it's pretty crazy, bro. Like, we're literally going 100% into this now. Dude, and yeah. That's why I think all that donation and the people who purchase our clothes, it matters so much to me now because, I mean, it's always mattered, but even particularly right now because- You like feel it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like post-COVID and now everybody has this fresh new slate and everyone's in this race to try to blow up their brand or their businesses. <laughs> and that's kind of like where we're at, bro. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. So on that same note, it's like now that you're deprioritizing other things and you're making Winners Collective a priority and you're juggling all these other things, how are you managing your time? Like, do you have a set thing where it's like a, a waterfall type feeling where you funnel these priorities down or is it like really loose and flexible where you kind of just let things happen as they are? Yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And um, before I had like a, a daily schedule I would follow. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm not going to lie, bro. These last two weeks have been so hectic. I've kind of f- fallen off of that yeah. and I need to take a step back. I, I want to do that this weekend and really try to create like a, a routine that I can follow mm-hmm. because bro, it's been so hectic. I, I mean, you know me like outside of like business, I've been committed to like my bulk right now. And like, yeah, yeah. I was so committed like a couple of weeks ago and I was like trying to get all my meals in, but like the podcast picked up, uh, like the content stuff, it all picked up. And I feel like like now, like this week, especially, I haven't really been able to get my meals in. I feel like I'm losing a lot of the weight that I gained and it's just yeah. such a tough, tough struggle. And um, I mean, that's what I really need to prioritize this weekend. So I'll probably sit down and really try to create like a, like a a full schedule of how I want to prioritize things and and go from there. Cause I mean, now that like the content creation thing started, like I really want to give it my hundred percent too, cause that's all funneling into like winners collective and like my personal brand and stuff like that. And so I definitely need to create some type of schedule. Like I need that. I don't know about (laughs) you, but like for me, like I need structure. If I don't have it, I'm fucked. you know, like I, I really need it or else I just don't feel right. I feel you. Yeah. Wait, let's, you know what? It's like, bro, we have a whole hour here. Let's just double down on your time and like, let's just verbally plan out your schedule right yeah. now. Like, what do you, what do you think? Like, what do you have in mind? Cause it'd be, I'll be curious to see like how you choose to prioritize certain things and what you think you need more time in and what right. you think you're more efficient in other things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely want to continue to wake up early in the morning. What like, time are you waking up? Uh, so I wake up anywhere from like 6.30 to 7. Jeez. Yeah. Is, was this like, self-motivation to wake up or you got like an alarm and you bro i am super weird where i cannot sleep in no matter how much i want to like it's it's fucking crazy bro like (laughs) even when i used to go to vegas with friends 
it doesn't matter what day it is. I always am the first person to wake up. Like what? even Airbnbs, bro, we'll, we'll drink the night before and I'll wake up at like 6.30. Even if you like go to bed at like three? Yeah, even if I go to bed at three. What? it's It was very frustrating at first. Um, there was one time I remember like I slept in until 10. I woke up and I was like super proud of myself. <laughs> but I think that was like one time. I was literally like, bro, I was like, dude, I slept in until 10, dude. Like I felt super accomplished by Damn. Yeah. Okay, so you know that for you to operate, you wake up early no matter what. Yeah. So that's a given. And then what? And so because of that, I want to do better on trying to sleep earlier too. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Because I don't want to be like that dude who sleeps at like two and wakes up at six because then I can't function, bro. And that's like not enough sleep at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like I'm starting to understand my body better, uh, not just in terms of diet, but also sleep. You know, I need yeah. at least six and a half hours at least bro or else i'll crash towards the middle of the day yeah yeah so, i feel you on that yeah that's kind of like where i'm at in terms of like sleep schedule but um yeah i mean there's a couple days out of the week where i have clients for pt so i have to drive to irvine and that kind of takes time and when i'm there um you know the driving the going back and forth kills like a few hours oh, yeah. and then um you know i have a few clients so right now i'm just trying to get them on like a consistent schedule where yeah, it's not yeah. so like oh shoot i can do this day can you meet me here or like this day so you know just trying to like talk to them and be like hey it would really help me if i could get like some consistency yeah i have like winners collective and like the yeah. brand that i'm trying to do yeah and so um that's what i'm trying to to do so that once i take care of that i can literally come back and it's just all right winners collective content creation what the hell do i have to do yeah yeah you know and yeah. so if it's like podcast editing you know creating promos for it or even you know creating videos like guys i will be the first person to admit i have so much fucking respect for content creators that shit takes so much time dude and so i'm sure jeremy fucking knows but man dude, dude that takes so long bro so long yeah the worst part is when you like dedicate that much time to a piece of content and it doesn't reciprocate in terms of views likes or retention or anything it was like well what was that for yeah and then you fucking scroll on tiktok and you just see someone do like the six feet tall challenge yeah. it's like yeah and it's like 10 second clip yeah it's like 50 million plays and it's like dude what <laughs> yeah, dude. it's crazy because like even uh i started the whole youtube thing and i'm trying to learn final cut pro and all that so mm -hmm. even just doing like a anywhere from three minute to like five minute video for youtube takes me you know a decent amount of time yeah and then i i always make sure like I split my time. So if I'm getting kind of bored of the YouTube, I'll, I'll do the podcast. If I'm getting bored yeah. of the podcast. I'll be like, fuck, what can I do for, for TikTok? You know? And so that's um, where I'm at right now in terms of scheduling. And then mm -hmm. somewhere in there, I want to make sure I keep prioritizing the gym. You know, that's something I always do every day, no matter what. Yeah. And then um, I got to really focus on my meals, dude, because we have that awesome discord, the fitness discord that yeah, we created. Yeah. So quick plug, if you guys want to be a part of this community, slide into any of our DMs and we'll let you in. How many members are we at now? Uh, I think we are in the high 30s. I don't remember. We advertise it today and we got a decent amount of members so yeah well it's so hard because we've got a lot of new faces and friends are bringing other friends in but our biggest thing is we want to make it feel like a community a collective and we want everyone to actually know each other and in the long run we would love to be able to like connect with everyone in the yeah. group and like host boot camps or for whatever sure. just for funds and just get people together like yeah that's where it's at yeah and the beautiful thing about that is as i was saying it's like an accountability group so yeah. we have different channels for like bulking for cutting for fitness tips and 
you know, I'm bulking right now, so I'm always in the bulking channel. Yeah. But I feel like I'm slacking because other people are like, you know, eating cream barbecue. They're like, oh, I hit my macros today. And I'm over here like eating a late lunch at like 5 p.m. I'm like, damn, dude, I'm so behind on my macros. So, you know, yeah. really just trying to stay on top of everything, bro. I feel you, man. So you feel like the accountability group helps you stay on top of your priorities yeah. in a sense. hundred percent. So I think that the discord is beautiful because for Winners Collective, we keep each other accountable. You right. know, it's like a business partner. Right. But for fitness, oftentimes a lot of people work out by themselves. And so yeah. that's why we created it. We're like, man, let's just create a group where everybody loves fitness and we can just talk about it. Yeah. So that like once 5 p.m. hits for the people who are getting off work, if they're feeling a little lazy, they just did it. Look at their discord. Ah, oh, shoot. Somebody's at the gym right now. Fuck, well, I should like, go too, you know? Yeah. Like I know I, I talk to my clients all the time too. And we are always just like, sometimes like they're, they're so gun ho about like being able to put like 110% in the gym, which respectfully is like amazing. But what people fail to realize is like over time, sometimes just showing up is Mm -hmm. the battle. And I feel like with this accountability group, when you see like that other person show up, it's like that last switch where it's like, you know, I could have gone home, but my <laughs> homie here is doing this. Yeah. I'm going to do this too. Dude, for sure. It's like we see Jeremy doing his home home gym and we're like, fuck, dude, he's doing it right now. <laughs> like, I got to go too now. I got to do some chest or do some abs. Dude, exactly. Yeah. So I'm really excited with that group and the direction that it's going. And it's really cool to see like all these like-minded individuals come in yeah. to it. But yeah, but uh, yeah, back to your schedule. So you, you, you're, you're trying to go to bed earlier. Yeah. You wake up early just that's a given yeah and then now you're juggling uh your own fitness Mm -hmm. you're juggling i think you said your e-commerce brands yeah the ones that you're maintaining yeah the ones i'm maintaining it's probably like say like an hour hour and a half a day so it's not like too much yeah um but it's mainly like the days where i do pt i have to drive out yeah that kind of like oh i don't want to say kills half my day but it just takes up half my day so when you're planning and doing all this, like, do you write it down? Do you use like Google calendars? Like, how do you stay organized? Yeah. So what I do is, uh, everybody's different, but for me, I'll just create like an Excel sheet and then I'll have like a a timetable, like different days. And I'll literally have everything like color coded. So it'll be like, wake up breakfast. This is what I eat for breakfast from here to here. I'm going to do this, you know, from here to here, it's blocked off from my own fitness time Uh from here to here lunch. You know, it's, it's yeah, hard yeah. to like be like on the dot, but yeah. it just helps me stay in schedule. And so yeah. that that's what I meant when I'm like, man, this weekend I need to go back to it. I really need to fine tune it yeah. because that's what works for me, you know? And yeah. so for the person who asked, like, I, I like that. I'm sure Jeremy has his own way, um, but that's what I've always done growing up is having like a time schedule yeah. so that I can kind of look at it, remind myself like, hey, this is the time you dedicated for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me personally, over the years, oh, so to give you a little background to you, like the two main things that I do is mm-hmm. Winners Collective and online coaching. Like right. those are the only two things. I actually used to do a lot of acting, but I spoke to my manager just recently. So you guys are hearing this first. This has only been like, like only Nadia and Daniel knew of this, but mm-hmm. I spoke to my manager and I was like, you know, I'm feeling burnt out. And in all honesty, it's cool to be able to say like yeah i'm doing this this and that but right. the reality of it is if i want to put 100 percent into every single direction it's just not humanly possible yeah so spoke to my manager and i told him i was like you know 
if you believe that this role that you're going to send me to the audition for is like my role and yeah. I'm going to be the character that embodies this and this is the thing that's going to take everything off, then fine. Yes, I will drop everything. I will right. do this audition. I will prep for it and I'll right. give you my 100%. But I can't keep giving you 100% for every other audition that may yeah. not really be it. Especially because when I read the character description, like that's not even me. Like, right. I have to like fully go far out into acting and there's probably someone that just better fits that role easier and they don't even have to try. Right, right. So, we we had that conversation. He was super supportive and he's like, yeah, actors take breaks all the time and mm -hmm. super understanding. So right now we've put like an acting on, I like guess a hiatus. Like, like a hiatus. Okay. But if there is that role, like if my role ever appears, then it'd be like, all right, cool. We're going to do this audition. We're going to commit to it. Yeah. So now the only two things I'm working on are Winter Collective and online coaching. Right. So, so really quick, I want to go back to the acting thing because I have a question for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So I think you brought up a really good point where you're at this place now with acting and you're okay with saying no, right? Because yeah. I feel like that's really hard because for myself included, I had a really bad problem in the past where like people would come up to me with business opportunities, and ideas, uh -huh. and I just wanted to do everything, bro. And I feel like that was something that kind of fucked me up a little bit yeah. because you just spread yourself out so thin. So thin. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, like me and you now we're like, fuck dude. Okay. These other businesses, we're done. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, let's shut it down. Yeah. No more of that. I really want to see these two things grow. So I'm going to put time into it. Yeah. And so I exactly. think you brought up a good point. And so would you say that now you're at a place where you're completely okay with giving up the whole acting, uh, acting thing for now? Yeah. 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 Totally. A hundred percent. And I, I would say I'm grateful that I actually went on the journey to do the auditions, to go through the process and to feel and understand the whole industry. Right. Because if I never did that, I would probably just keep watching these shows and just keep wondering like, <laughs> yeah. bro, what if, what if? And right. the last thing I ever want to do in this life, like utmost priority is I don't want to live it with a regret. Like right. I don't want to like 50 years from now say like, dude, I wish I tried that. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm right now with where it stands, like for the record on this podcast, I'll say it here. It's I'm very happy and glad that I was able to try this route. Mm -hmm. And I know how hard it is yeah. for an actor to actually become like whatever it is their role entails right. for them and how hard it is to secure that one role. Because right. the reality of it is when you audition, you literally compete against every single person and yeah. only one person wins. And if you look at that from the grand scheme of things, that's literally like winning the lottery. Yeah, Like yeah. literally, that's the only comparison. It's like the chances of that is like one in like, who knows what right and then to factor it all in it's like there's sometimes there's politics into it sometimes mm -hmm. it's a it's a location thing sometimes it's like a, a free handout yeah. from like someone up top and you just never know what odds are against you yeah so being able to go through the motion it's put that curiosity to rest for me mm -hmm. and now i've learned to be okay with saying no and to okay. your point too with like spreading myself too thin and just like seeing all these opportunities now I'm starting to like sit back and really embrace the big picture. It's like, right. what do I really want to do? Because yeah. for me coming from um, being self-employed all the time, like literally all my life, like I've, I've made zero dollar days before. Mm -hmm. And then I've made days where like, like thousands yeah. come in like yeah. in a second. And it's super humbling to be able to say that because now I can literally say like, okay, if I really want to make money, I know what to do. Like right. I know how to make money and right. I, I've developed a certain skill to go in multiple industries to be able to make money in right. all of these industries. Yeah. 
what do I really want to do? Because if I'm always chasing money, like that is literally infinite and I will always be like in that course and I'm probably never going to be happy because when I get to like a certain goal, I'm just going to want more and more. So now it's come back to like, I want to start creating and working on things that I'm going to be really proud of. And I feel like when I connect with an audience for that, people will just follow with it too. And to me, like being able to create that legacy to leave something inspirational behind and to set like the next generation up for like a whole new level of success. Yeah. That means more to me than just having X amount of money. Right. And now with that in mind, it's like when I look into online coaching, I'm really happy with what I've achieved and what, what I've actually been able to do with my passion for fitness. Right. Like, for one client, for example, um, I remember this girl came to me. She had, I believe it was type 2 diabetes. That's okay. the one that's self-induced, right? Where Type 2 is when you're insulin resistant, right? I think so. Damn, I'm getting this yeah, all ty- wrong. Yeah, but ty- no, type 2 is uh, insulin resistant. Yeah. So basically, she's had that problem for a very long time, but through fitness through maintaining her diet and like actually watching what she's eat and paying attention to all of that. Yeah. She overcame that. And her doctor was like, she had to go to appointment every week and then working together. She went from every week to every month. And when we finished, he, her doctor was literally like, dude, I don't have to see you for another six months, (laughs) another six months. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Like I remember like FaceTiming her and she was like crying, like tears of joy. And I was crying because I was like, holy fuck dude like something i've studied and practiced and just preached and has like i was able to help this person in that direction like that was super like fulfilling it just gave me this sense of purpose and i realized like that's what i want to do and like i was able to help a ton of other clients with different stories and stuff but online coaching because it gives me that sense of purpose that's why i continue to do that brand of business i love the fulfillment there so now with winners collective like out of everything i've done too Looking at this, I feel like Winners Collective is probably the most scalable thing that we've ever looked at because Mm -hmm. when we stepped in or when I stepped into the brand at first, I saw it as like a clothing apparel and in my mind, I was like, all right, cool. I get to come in and finally like design clothing and pieces that I'm really passionate about. Daniel's got the plugs. Like, this is great. But as we like continue working on the brand, it's like, one thing started falling south here, something wasn't working out there, mm-hmm. and the current process with how it's operating wasn't working anymore yeah. because of like the new iOS things. And this is all just normal practices in business where like you never know what's coming the next yeah. day. And it's literally like with all our guests, you adapt or you die. Yeah. <laughs> and me and Daniel were just both like, this sink this ship is not gonna sink. Like we're gonna fucking yeah. figure this out and we're gonna make this work and somehow pull this all together because we're both really passionate about the end goal with this, which Mm -hmm. I think now it's like, it's building a value proposition and building a whole community behind the brand. Right. Because before it was like, we have this amazing piece of clothes. What was, why do, why would you want to buy it? And there was no story behind it. But now I feel like through the podcast, through expressing what we're able to go through right now and like meeting all these amazing people, we're really putting a story behind the brand and where Winners Collective is and what it's going to become. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. It's it's crazy because we're not even like actively making clothing currently. Like we do have a cup like a piece in production right now, but you know, the whole supply logistics, it's a shit show, but for 
the first time in a long time, the vision is pretty clear for Winners Collective, yeah. you know, for Jeremy and myself. And I think the crucial aspect that we nailed down is what Jeremy said. It's like, what is the goal behind it? You know, and we're finally able to really pinpoint it. Yeah. And the whole point is we want to make an impact, you know, yeah. and that's what's so powerful about this business because we're not making money right now, you know, Mm-mm. but we're, we're willing to accept that because of hopefully the results that we're going to get down the road. Yeah. And, you know, we're slowly seeing that with like the DMs we're getting, the messages yeah. we're getting, you know, people who are saying like, dude, I listened to you guys during my drive, super inspirational. Like, I love this. I love that. And it's little stuff like that where we're like, damn, you know, we're not making anything, but we're moving in the right direction. There, there's honestly like no level of monetization you can put on comments like that, like yeah. genuine comments of like, wow, this moved me or right. wow, this like, uh, this motivated me so much. Like I'm going to start my own thing now. Yeah. And I feel like that's just more priceless than money. And that gives us the energy to come back here and just turn these episodes out. Cause we're like, dude, we love that shit. We love to see it. So in a sense, it's also you guys that motivate us too. Just just so you know. (laughs) Yeah, no, hundred (laughs) percent. Like it's a lot of uh, you guys, like just seeing the podcast numbers go up. It just makes everything so rewarding so far. So rewarding, you know, and like, all the hours where we drive, you know, we go to LA, we, we take turns carpooling, you know, yeah. we take turns putting in gas, stuff like that. But we don't even think about that. I don't think we've ever once mentioned anything like, oh, fuck, we got to put in gas. Like, we, yeah, we've no. never said that. Ever. No, yeah. It was more like, bro, come on, you got to be on time yeah. <laughs> so we don't disappoint this guest. Yeah. Like, I don't want to embarrass us. Like, this yeah. is cool. But yeah, so back to the main topic of like priorities, prioritizing of scheduling and time. So one of my things that I've always done over the years was actually like, I keep like a little notebook, maybe like super small. But what I do is I just write the date at the top and I write a list of things I want to do the next day. So I always have this list here and I'll be honest, sometimes I fall from the list. Like (laughs) I'll, I'll get a text and it just distracts me. Like how I work and my workflow is if I see something that I have to address, my brain moves in that direction. But it's like a train where like once I hop on that railroad, it's so hard to like come back to this railroad and I'm just like so far gone. So I try to turn notifications off and I try to like not reply to anything Mm -hmm. to focus on the task at hand first and then like check those things off the list. Because I... I'm just not a multitasker. My, yeah. my wife like calls calls me out all the time on it. She's like, you That's can't funny. do both things at the same time. And it's like, dude, I, I can't, I just can't yeah. like, wait, so is it a planner you're using or just like a simple notebook? It's literally a simple notebook because okay. I tried planners before and yeah. when they have like dates and times in yeah. there, like I just can't yeah, commit I, I can't to use it. Planners, it's bro. weird. Yeah. yeah. So like what I do is I write these tasks down and it's just like a simple lined notebook like there's no there's nothing else in there Mm -hmm. but it's just lines and i'll write the date and i'll write like okay reply to check-ins uh reply to inquiries do this for winners collective cut the podcast work out and literally just all these things that i want to actually do tomorrow right and then the following day when it is tomorrow i look at my list and i try to do everything as fast and efficiently as possible Mm -hmm. and the reason why i say as fast is because I've noticed for myself personally, one of my weaknesses is when I know I have time, I take my time. Ah, So to paint you a picture, like if I'm replying to check-ins and I know I have eight hours in the day and there's nothing else to do, (laughs) Uh check-ins will take eight hours a day. (laughs) 
But the thing is, it's like if I'm efficiently working and I really go at it, uh-huh. I can still maintain the same level of qualities with my replies and I can finish that whole thing in like one to two hours. Right, right. And it's like, there's like, I literally get six hours back. So that's why I always say like, I try to do everything as fast and efficiently as possible. Right. Because like when you go with speed too, like sometimes you make mistakes, but if I know if I, if I have time and I'm aware of time, I spend it all like, and I bleed it. So that's right. one of my weaknesses. And this, this is how I address it at least. Right. So could you like walk us through a typical day? Like what time do you wake up? What time do you sleep? Yeah. So <laughs> this is going to be wild, but I used to go to bed at like 4am, like Damn. three to 4am. That's crazy. And I, because at that time period, the reason why I was able to work so efficiently from like 2am to 4am is because everyone else is asleep. Yeah. There's no possible way for any friend, any family yeah. to like come and distract me. It's just like you guys are asleep. Yeah. And then even like on social media, everyone there is asleep. Unless you're on the other side yeah. of the world, then you're distracting me too. <laughs> <laughs> I see your DMs. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like for the general consensus, like most people are asleep and I'm able to just like plow through work and stay focused. But recently I realized like my body and my mind is just not working as efficiently as it was before. So now I'm trying to actually do what you're doing Yeah, where I actually set an alarm to go to bed. So oh. I, I try to set it for 1130. So my phone will like trigger. Dude, I'm going to try that, bro. Yeah. That's good. So hopefully, I don't know if that's a new trick, if anyone has ever done that before. But in, if you're using like the Apple sleep thing, they actually have a trigger where you can set the alarm to start at like a certain time. So it'll tell you like, oh, your bedtime is at 1145 and I'll notify you at 1115. Uh. And then like once like 1120 or something rolls around, it actually has like the do not disturb sleep thing on your screen. Oh, okay. So you actually don't even get notifications or anything anymore. But it was it was really helpful because now I'm like, okay, I literally know I can finish this work tomorrow. Yeah. And if I don't like reply to this email today, like no one's going to die. Like it, I'm still going to be okay. Like right. I'm still within a 24 hour time period of actually replying. And probably yeah. it's probably like even faster. Like I'm still within like eight hours of like going to reply to this thing. Yeah. But I just got to let it go and go to sleep. Like that's mm-hmm. been my biggest weakness because I always go to bed at four and I try to like stay up and cram everything as I can and just start with a fresh slate like the following day. But now I'm just like, I need to prioritize my sleep and actually make the most out of it. So I try to get like, like actually where you're at six and a half hours and sometimes seven. I feel like seven is actually Yeah, seven's like the money, like the sweet spot right there, bro. Sweet, sweet spot. Eight for me right now is like almost a little too much. Yeah. And six is like, okay, this is enough to function, yeah. but things aren't going to be as good yeah, today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like seven is, sure. seven is like, yeah, dude, I feel good. Yeah, yep. yeah. So that's where it is with sleep and that's how I'm like trying to mentally strategize and prioritize that. And then as soon as I wake up, I think my schedule with what how it's looking right now is I'll actually reply to emails and check-ins and texts and stuff like mm-hmm. immediately. Okay. And then guilty pleasure, I'll read like my manga if there's new chapters yeah. and stuff. Nice, nice. <laughs> I have to stick to mangas and not animes because like in an anime, it's literally 30 to 45 minutes, sometimes okay. an hour. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to spend an hour doing that if I can read 18 pages and yeah. just be done with the actual chapter like that so quick. How long does that take you to, to read like your, your manga? I would say like about three to five minutes. Like oh, it's that's really fast. It's so fast. Yeah. Like sometimes if the chapter's like dull and it's like all talking, I actually yeah. skip through it and I finish in like a minute. Like, okay. So that's why 
it's like this is this like thing I really like to do and I enjoy the storylines. And if I don't like the stories, I drop it. It's like one less thing to read. <laughs> yeah. But it's like my little side passion thing that yeah. doesn't drain a ton of time for from me. Right. So, right. Like I'll do that in the morning. And then after that, like right now, I'm trying to actually get back into weightlifting, bodybuilding, or just like working out for myself. Yeah. Because for online coaching and curating all this content for fitness, I feel like I dedicate all of that time to the content side. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't even work out for myself because after mm-hmm. I shoot for so long, I'm like, I'm actually tired. It's like, right. these are real weights. It's not prop weights. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So when you shoot the content, it's not like you're you're getting like 100% full workout, huh? It's it's not, but it's like a draining like, right, right. like work work. So then by the time you actually show up for your workout, like yeah, it's probably you're, tiring, you're starting dude. at like 30% energy. Yeah, like, dude, that's yeah, that's, hard. that's literally what that feels like. It's like, imagine finishing everything for everyone else and then you're finally going to do something for yourself and you have no energy left and to be honest that's probably how parenting feels like when like you have a kid like i imagine that's going to be it like actually side note for most of my clients most of them actually move their workouts to like ungodly hours in the morning like they'll work out at like four or five a.m like something yeah it's like i don't know how you're going to wake up for this but it's like this is the only time you can have for yourself and this is when you're at 100% but they've been making it work and for me that's like super inspirational to see because I'm like dude they can do it I can do it yeah and it's that's just what it takes sometimes there's a bit of a sacrifice that goes here and there but with that being said we've got the um so we got the replies the emails and all that the quick easy stuff Mm -hmm. and then the workout for myself and then I come down and then I look at like what needs to be done for winners collective Mm -hmm. and for me right now in terms of like duties and stuff we just agreed like I'm just gonna cut the podcast up because it's like if Daniel cuts the podcast he'll get it done but if I can already do it faster then let me focus on my strength and then daniel was able to just go in there and then chop up the uh shorts and stuff and then just distribute them on the reels and now collectively we both get that much time back for each of us it just makes more sense to do that and then that's like a whole efficiency thing on its own but throughout the day from there like i try to organize the online coaching clients and stuff and Mm -hmm. because it's an online platform there's a lot of data being like left and right and this is where like a bulk of my time right. goes out because sometimes like a client's plan may like fall apart or like mm. a bug appears here and it's like nothing's registered it's like fire drills sometimes yeah to, like, like i'm literally like a firefighter to be honest <laughs> putting out fires like left and right like that's actually what that feels like that's the most accurate way to describe it but because over the years now i'm able to like really figure out what i want to prioritize it's a lot more efficient for me to just focus on these two things and i'm mentally okay with like letting go of all of the extracurriculars i've been doing right and to keep myself growing too like after we had our podcast with mm-hmm. viet oh actually this podcast is coming before yeah. that so spoiler but after we had that podcast with him like now i'm personally trying to dedicate like an hour a day to myself where i just research and learn something new that i'm just genuinely interested yeah, in yeah yeah and i mean some days it's like like how to sing other days it's like oh how to play this on guitar or how to boulder better right, how to right. how to like perfect crimp hold how yeah, to like yeah. have <laughs> silent toes and bouldering yeah, and yeah. it's just like random things like that where i give it to myself and then 
comes the whole like relationship part like a relationship mm. the, it, it takes two to tango so you have to actually make time for it and you have to figure it out and yeah. if you don't make time for that stuff and you don't feed into it i mean respectfully even in that viet podcast yeah. where he was like if you can't manage it like don't have a relationship right, that right. was like the honest truth and i feel like yeah. some people need to hear that on the flip side for me since i am in a relationship i'm married I have to make time for my wife and I enjoy doing that. So there's times in the days where we dedicate just like uh, anyway, sometimes like as short as one and sometimes as long as three hours mm-hmm. to ourselves where we, we'll watch Netflix, we'll chill. Or it's funny because I think mentally we have this perception that couples are supposed to do coupley things mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah. But what we enjoy doing for fun is actually talking about business and strategizing. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know why we just get like a huge <laughs> hit from like, Oh, if we do this like this and we do that over here for this yeah. side thing, it's, it's going to take off. Like this is going to work. Like right. sometimes we'll talk about her sticker business. Yeah. So she has a little thing on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like she's in the green for it. And like, she's been making like money yeah, from yeah. selling stickers. I'm like, it's crazy. Dude, like what the fuck? But yeah, like we just enjoy, like that's what we do for fun. And we kind of enjoy making money. Yeah. And I sound like a hypocrite right now when I was like, <laughs> like this is just a fun thing. We're not yeah. chasing it, but yeah. So scheduling, that's what my schedule looks like. And it really comes down to like, understanding my priorities and what I want to work on and what that type of work does. Like, am I working in the business for this moment or am I working for, or no, am I working for the business or am I working on the business? If that makes sense. Like one will like, like one is like medial or tasks that just generally have to be done to keep the business operating. And the other, the latter is or tasks that are actually going to move the business forward. Right, right. And that's what I want to spend more of my time on, just things that move the business forward. Because it's like I can spend all day, every single day, working on things that need to be done in the business. But if I never work on the other stuff, it's like... Right, right. So where does like like the whole content creation, does that fall under like, is that a separate couple hours? Yeah, I would say like that's actually its own time. And sometimes the content creation itself... Like I've been taking a step back from actually just doing creation and more so now consuming. So I'll mm. actually make it a thing where I just sit there and I scroll on TikTok, I scroll yeah. on YouTube and Instagram and just see like what's popping off, right. what the trend is and why this is. And is there anything I can do better with this? Yeah. But sometimes it's like it's research and other times it's just sheer creation where right. I've got the tripod up, I've got my camera here, I'm working on this and I'm just turning content out. And then right. of course there's days where it's like, okay, we have all the content now we got to sit there and edit it. And yeah. you know how long that goes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Damn. Yeah, dude. I just realized, um, yeah, being in a relationship, that's an additional, amount of time that you have to invest in yeah so like do you guys have date nights or um you know so early on into the relationship we've had date nights and it was like really easy to like come out like go out of our way and do like we wanted to do it like it's been fun but then as work just like started piling up for both of us because like Nadia's got promotions and she's like killing at her place and with like a higher rank it's like of course you don't just get that for right, free. Like right. you have more duties, more responsibilities. Yeah. And then for me too, like with a growing clientele pool, picking up winners collective, like my own workload has increased. And it's like slowly over time, like date night was not being prioritized and yeah. like full transparency. It was also like at one point we had to like take a step back from everything and we had to like tell ourselves like, dude, 
we have to plan this because if yeah. we don't celebrate things together, who who's going to celebrate for us? Like, yeah, no, I think that's important yeah. for so sure. So we have to like cherish our own relationships and we have to like set time aside and make up for it. So we actually bought a calendar, just like a whiteboard calendar. Yeah. And this has been the most helpful thing because we put it up on the wall mm-hmm. and then we color code like things that she has to do by herself, things I do by myself, and then mm-hmm. things that we are going to do together. Right. So like double dates or just like right now we're looking at venues for oh, nice. like a wedding and okay. stuff. But yeah, so it's just like by having that visually out there, it reminds us like we're doing this together. Yeah. We're doing this here. Like this is the utmost priority on this day. Mm-hmm. And being able to be reminded visually over and over, like that has gone a long ways for yeah. us. Yeah, no, that that's good. I think that's very important, you know, no matter how, how busy it gets. Yeah. You, know, you can't lose sight of that for sure. Yeah. How's your relationship going? <laughs> uh, I don't have a relationship, though. So for anybody listening, I am not in a relationship. So fortunately, I have a little bit more time. But unfortunately, I don't have a relationship. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah. a, 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 for the record, you got to do that TikTok trend. And I saw that thing was popping off. It was like uh, the uh, deadlift your girlfriend challenge. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Fuck, dude, TikTok's crazy, bro. So I actually um <laughs> did a, a glow up trend first. Yeah, yeah. And that was something that I was talking to my friend Min and she she told me about it and she was like, you should yeah. definitely try this. So I did it and that was actually the very first video that ended up picking up for me. Uh-huh. And then that got like, I don't, I don't remember, it had at the time a little over 10,000 views, but it just had a lot of comments, like a lot of like interaction on it. Yeah. But TikTok ended up taking it down actually. What? Yeah. So they took it down because they said it was a violation of like minor, like young, underage. Because I put like not baby pictures, but I took pictures from when I was in like middle school and I threw it on. And then I guess they thought I was posting pictures of like random kids what and like the they're f- very strict. Yeah. So I tried no to appeal way. it. Yeah. But then they um, rejected it. And so they actually took it down. Yeah. But um, how is that fair? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it sucks, bro. Um, it's it's really shitty because that was like the first thing that kind of like gave me all the momentum oh and God. like got me like a lot of the traction. Um, but after that, I did do the, the deadlift challenge one. And then uh, luckily that went viral. So um, that's definitely been helping in terms of like the metrics and building out TikTok. So just going to yeah. try to keep going. But I, I, I'm i not sure where we're going with this in terms of like girlfriend. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just did the side thing because I, I think if you're a listener and you've heard like us speak about social media before and just like our approach to it, like maybe like episode two or something, uh-huh. but like really early on, like Daniel was not into it at all. Yeah. And like he was not doing any social media. Now he's going like far out to it. So give our boys some support. Yeah. Find him on TikTok at D E E dot K I M M. Yeah. That's crazy. Bro. I've never advertised it ever. But <laughs> so uh, if you're here, yeah. yeah. And then if you want to follow me too, I'm just at Jeremy Sry. SRY. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude. I mean, I saw that and I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's like, okay, now that you've developed like more of an audience, what do you do with it? How do you monetize it? And again, this is probably gonna come full circle into like managing our schedule and figuring out what to prioritize. Cause at the same time, it's like one of this one side of the coin is oh my God, I have all these new eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? Do I continue feeding? these people this and then on the flip side it's like it's not necessarily the direction of the business but how do i like bring it back to like what i want to monetize 
Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. That's a good question. And I'm not even like an influencer or anything like that. But I think for me with TikTok, I, I'm just going to post stuff that I enjoy posting, bro. Like I don't even want to really like, should do, yeah, yeah. I don't want to stress too much about anything. And like before with like Instagram and stuff, when I was talking to you, I know I was like, damn, you know, what should I post Jeremy? Like I yeah. have no idea. I don't know what people want to see, but now it's like, I try not to think about what other people are going to think about me. Mm. And I, I just kind of say, you know what? What do I like doing? Like, let me just have fun on the camera. You know, like if I yeah. like fitness, like I'm just going to do something related to fitness, you know, do like yeah, a fitness yeah. trend. Or yeah. if I am out and bored, like I'm just going to fuck around and post something, you know? Yeah. So I'm really not trying to see it as anything more because I don't want to get back into that place where. I despise social media, you know, and like, yeah. you know, I just don't want to get back there. And yeah. right now it's, it's amazing. Cause obviously there's a lot of dope people around us who do content creation, you know, like you, yeah. Kenny, I have some other friends too and all that. And everybody's all on the same grind. So it's definitely encouraging to yeah. do it. You almost have like another accountability group. Yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I just want to have fun with it, bro. So I just kind of like take it day by day and just go from there. Dope. Dope. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today's podcast. I'm actually pretty nervous because we're on camera right now. Oh. <laughs> Don't want to mess up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Sam, I hope we answered your questions and I hope we gave you like a few strategies of what we do to like prioritize our own schedules. And I hope that helps you too. I mean, if I really had to sum it up and you want like a physical thing, what I would do is actually make a list of your priorities. Like what do you physically mentally want to accomplish mm -hmm. whether that's like lose weight or build muscle or get my degree or raise a kid like whatever that may be wherever you're you are in your chapter of life just write that down and then from there write down all the things you do in a day like everything just like drink water eat do like um work out like literally just write all of those things you do in a day mm -hmm. and then look at that bottom list and how much of that contributes to the top part? Like, just ask yourself, like, does this really contribute to what my priorities are up there? Like, does this action here contribute to any of the goals at the top? And if not, you could probably cross that out and all of a sudden you have more time in the day again. Right. That's, that's what I would do to have like a visual representation. Right, right. And just to add a little bit to that too, it's like once you do get the prioritization down, I would recommend figuring out what method works best for you, right? If yeah. you want to be like Jeremy and write it on a notebook, by all means do that. You know, I use the time schedule method and I do it on like a Google doc. So I have access to it 24 seven on my phone. I could look at it whenever, but uh, ultimately it comes down to whatever you like doing yeah. and whatever you want to do. Don't be afraid to trial and error because maybe you are a morning person or maybe you're a night person. You will never know until you try. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, that's going to be it for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We hope you had an awesome session and we're going to leave questions in the poll. So if you are on Spotify, Apple for some reason doesn't have this feature yet. You can see these questions at the end of the podcast and interact with us there. And maybe we'll answer your question in the future podcast. Yeah. Let us know your questions and uh, we'll do our best to answer all of them. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Later. 
And on one final note, just wanted to remind everybody that brand new episodes are released every Monday at 8.20 a.m. And while I still have your attention, if you've been enjoying these episodes, I just want to let you know that you can actually support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes. You can go as low as 99 cents for a monthly contribution and all the way up to $9.99. We don't make any money right now, but every little bit helps and we appreciate any and all support. Thank you so much.